In the process of letting go, you will lose many things from the past, but you will also find yourself. Deepak Chopra. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. For today's episode, I am sipping on a gingerbread latte because we're officially a week away from Christmas, which is kind of insane. I'm actually inspired by Katie right now. I went back on my Twitter today before picking up my coffee for today's podcast episode, and it was Katie who said for the holiday season that gingerbread lattes are helping her get through the finals. So I'm using it to help me get through this Monday, you know? Which for today's episode, I figured we could go and dip into the good old topic of letting go of things, people, habits, and all of the above that just no longer serves any purpose in our life anymore. So there's a few reasons why I want to talk about this. Now, I could give you the generic, like, yes, there's so many things in my life that I just need to cut loose because they no longer serve me. But then (laughs) if I'm being real honest with you guys, I always kind of try and find a topic that's somewhat suitable to what's actually going on in my life right now. And let me just say that like even just this past weekend, I was really put to the test with having to actually be honest with myself and let go of more particularly a person that no longer serves me or holds any purpose in my life. But also just in general, an overarching theme lately has been getting rid of a lot of old kind of habits of 2018 or just being aware of the habits of 2018 that I don't want to bring with me into 2019. All I'm going to say is that the conclusion of all of it is pretty much the messaging, the key messaging behind today's podcast episode. So if you're wondering what the update is, well, the update is I'm sitting here explaining to you guys and thus ultimately explaining to myself the beauty that comes from letting go of people and things that no longer serve us in order to, I guess, to create some more time and space in our lives to fill those things with better things and better people and better Just better everything, okay? So let's dive in. I ended up doing this in four sections just to make it easy for you guys. So if any of you are taking notes or if you guys want the written out version or the readable version of today's podcast episode, check out my blog. I'm gonna post them. I'm basically just gonna post everything that I'm talking about in more of a point form, easy to read on there if you guys wanna go look at that. But to start off, the number one thing I put down is that pain is inevitable, but suffering is optional. This is a quote that I read recently and it has stuck in my head ever since, I feel like for the last few weeks, this has just been an, again, an overarching theme of my life where every time I kind of am put in a situation where I have a choice to make, I have been very aware of the choices that I have actually been taking, whether or not I'm basically putting myself through more suffering or if I'm choosing the healthier option for myself. And this is super important because the whole pain is inevitable, suffering is optional, isn't like, don't run away from pain. It's it's not saying that pain is not going to be an element of our lives. That is something that is inevitable. Like, no matter what, you need to put yourself out there. You need to basically fail. You need to have people just not be right for you in your life. You need to just go through those things because that is inevitably what is going to help your soul grow as a person. But choosing to put yourself through anything that makes you suffer 
is optional. The suffering is always optional. Our perspective on everything can change, including pain. It doesn't make pain any less painful, but it does give it more meaning. But choosing to go through things and suffer through things by, you know, repeating the same old bad habits that are no longer serving us or spending time or opening yourself up or just creating a lot of space and time and energy and effort towards somebody or something in your life that is no longer bringing any good to you or maybe never was bringing any good to you is also a choice that you're making that is ultimately leading to suffering. So the whole pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. Ask yourself, with the thing that you're looking to get rid of in your life, the things that no longer serve you, do they cause you pain or do they cause you suffering? Because it's okay that they might cause you pain. There's things in our lives that we don't need to run away from just because they're painful. But there are definitely things in our life that might just make us suffer and those things are totally okay to put down and walk away from. And when you do, know that it's not going to instantly feel better. The truth of the matter is that it's going to hurt whether you have to face letting someone go or face the discomfort of ditching unhealthy habits that you need to let go. Even just deciding like, I'm okay, done with eating crap maybe, or maybe you're like, I'm done with feeling so tired all the time. I need to get more sleep. And whatever it is, it could feel super uncomfortable. And that itty bit of pain of, you know, not being able to eat, just take out every single meal or having to get up and push through a workout. Like the pain is going to be there, but the suffering, the, oh, this is going to be horrible or, oh, I'm having the worst time or just having that negative context or mindset or even just the suffering of, you know, continuously turning a blind eye to the things that hurt you. That is definitely not something that you're going to want to leave room for in your life. Make the choice to stop putting yourself through the things that you don't have to be putting yourself through. And I say that in the sense of, I think that it's important to stay open in life. I think that it's important to put yourself out there, to connect with people, to try new things, to switch around your routines, switch around your habits. I even think that it's super important to go through phases of your life where you kind of do dance with your dark side a little bit, you know? You get a little riled up on making a few bad decisions because that is where our character lies. Like, I think that that just creates a lot more diversity and dimension to who we are as humans and as people. But ultimately, every single step that we take in our lives and every decision that we make, every person that we come across, every single moment that we are faced with on a daily basis is ultimately kind of like a little series of tests to say like, okay, here you are. This is where you're at. This is how you're feeling. Now, what do you choose? And like, what's the play, I guess you might say, which if Larissa listens to this, she's going to die laughing. Ultimately, ask yourself, like, what is your play here? Because when you think about it, it's like, okay, you are constantly confronted with the decision to let go of things that are no longer serving you. We're constantly in the present moment given the decision to get up and do the thing we should do or get up and do the thing we want to do. And that's basically why I think it's important to sometimes, you know, tabble with your dark side and choose the things that you want to do. But I think that you have to learn really quickly from those things and stop choosing them if those things that you want to do or, you know, having a little bit more fun or just throwing a little bit more caution to the wind with life tends to start burning you often, then it's time to learn the lesson and move on with your life. 
Which brings me to the second tip that I put down in terms of letting go of things that don't serve us, and that's becoming super honest. This is, I feel like, where a lot of us tend to struggle, right? Because just like how I said you can change your perception on anything, you can ultimately try and find a way to justify keeping habits, people, or anything in your life that doesn't serve you if there is some other element to it that you're just not being honest about. If you actually want to get rid of the things in your life that don't serve you, you need to figure out why it does not serve you. So you have to play the why game. Like when you look at something and you go, this causes me pain. This causes me suffering. Why? Continue to ask yourself why until you get to the root problem. It doesn't matter if you're getting rid of a habit. It doesn't matter if you're getting rid of a relationship in your life. It doesn't matter if you're getting rid of even just like the negative mindset that you put on everything or if you're getting rid of even just like a sweater you've been holding on to for so long that you're just like, I need to get rid of this sweater, but for some reason I just keep procrastinating letting it go. Like, I know that sounds silly, but when you have a reason why for something, it'll hold you to your truth. And that's why we need to be honest about our why, because we need it to be truthful so that it actually holds power. If you want something to actually work for you, you need to charge it up. So when you charge up your why with honesty, there's no beating around that bush. There's no talking yourself back out of it or trying to flip the perspective if you get to the actual root cause as to why this thing does not serve you. If you're totally honest with why you have no space for something in your life anymore, it'll keep you from letting this thing come back in or affect you even once it's gone. Because even when we make the decision, even when we step up to the plate and we're like, okay, I'm officially letting this go, it doesn't necessarily mean like this, you know, two seconds later flip switch, all of a sudden that thing is out of your life, it's still going to take up a little bit of space. But every time you notice it taking up space, every time you feel your brain wanting to go there, every time you want to ditch all the progress you've been making and go right back to your bad habit, you have to basically say like, no, I do not have space for this in my life. And then when your body or your habitual behaviors or your brain or your heart is like, wait, why I want this, then you back that up with your reason as to why there is no space in your life for this thing. So I realize that I'm doing it again, okay? As I'm saying this podcast, I can feel myself just getting a little bit tensed up and just like becoming just super aware of the fact that I'm basically leaving all of my own personal just experience with said topic out of the episode. But I guess if I were to tie my own or lace this into my own little storyline. Casper, that's what his name was, saw Casper again. And ultimately (laughs) was like, oh God, this is not exactly how I pictured myself dealing with this situation because I ultimately wanted to just cave in. I decided instead that I needed to face this head on. I needed to make a decision. I guess that also fits into the whole, you know, pain is inevitable, suffering is optional you need to make the decision that you no longer want to suffer. And that's kind of the conclusion that I came to this weekend. So off I went, just being super honest with myself. And actually what helped me the most, I think, was pulling out my journal, which I know it sounds sappy, but just pulling out even a piece of paper and doing exactly what we've just been talking about for the last like 15 minutes. Like being like, okay, where is the pain, but where is the suffering? What am I choosing versus what is kind of out of my control? So once I made that distinction, I realized that what is out of my control might actually be the way that I feel, but what is in my control is what I decide to do with those feelings. So 
after writing out like and being just super honest, like how does this whole situation make me feel? Like how was I feeling before reconfronting myself to this whole Casper situation? I felt freaking fantastic. How do I feel right now? I feel freaking sad. So I'm like, okay, this suffering is definitely optional. I can go right back to how I was before. Maybe those feelings will still be there and that's fine. Maybe with time they'll fade, but I can still make the choice to say, I'm sorry, but I don't have space in my life. And that's not an easy thing to do. It's not a fun thing to do, but it was my honest thing to do because I realized that I had that choice. I had that power. I just needed to back it up. And I knew that I wasn't going to realistically back it up unless I actually confronted the reason why I had to make that decision in the first place. So writing it all out and just being so honest with myself, I was able to follow my whys until it just boiled down to this really kind of hurts my feelings like a lot, just being so like confused and just stuck in this situation. So I decided to be like, this is how I feel. This is what I have space for in my life right now. And unfortunately, this just doesn't fit. And so... I have to choose to walk away from what no longer serves me and this no longer serves me. So there's still two more tips that I have for you guys and I will continue to kind of lace through how I mentally went through it. But I will get to those right after I leave you guys with this message from today's Coffee Talk podcast sponsors. So I don't know about you guys, but another thing I definitely don't have room or space for in my life is wearing anything uncomfortable, and that 100% includes bras. That's why I'm going to tell you guys about 3rd Love. They're probably one of the most comfortable bra that I now own. With 3rd Love, you go on and you use their Fit Finder quiz, and it basically matches you up with the perfect shape and fit that's going to fit you based on the little fun questions that they ask. They're super comfortable and high quality. It's hands down one of the most comfortable bras you own. It's tagless so that there's no labels, the fabric is super Super ultra smooth and it's lightweight and super thin memory foam cups are so comfortable. You're also going to get a 100% fit guarantee and they also have way more sizes than most others in the industry with over 70 sizes including their signature half cup sizes. Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering all the Coffee Talk listeners 15% off the first order. Just go to thirdlove.com slash talk now to find your perfect fitting bra and you'll get 15% off the first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash talk for 15% off today. Another thing I don't have time for is feeling like an idiot when it comes to my money, which is why I wanted to tell you guys about Robinhood. So Robinhood is an investing app that will let you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. With other brokerages charging up to $10 for every trade, Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, trade stocks, and lets you keep all of your profits. Plus, you're going to learn by doing. You learn how to invest as you build your portfolio. You discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized news feeds. Plus, you get custom notifications for price movements so that you never miss the right moment to invest, which I don't know anything about investing, so this was super beneficial for me in terms of actually learning how to invest in things. Robinhood is giving all of the Coffee Talk listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help you build up your portfolio. Just sign up at kalen.robinhood.com. That's K-A-L-Y-N dot Robinhood dot com. Okay, so getting back to today's topic with letting go of things that no longer serve us. Number three is ultimately more of an action item, and that's cutting some ties. Like once you know what's not going to have any more place in your life anymore, the next step is actually deciding and moving through with the action of letting it go. Because it's one thing to mentally be like, okay, this I don't have space for. But it's a whole other thing to actually take an action, like do something that is 
basically symbolic to you actually cutting ties and letting go with what doesn't serve you anymore. So this is ultimately where you need to ask yourself what it's going to take for you to feel like there is no metaphoric foot in the door, you know? Like when I think about letting things go, I'm a bit of a visual person. So when I sit and meditate on it or I'm writing about it, like I like to write about it in the stance of kind of like a visual because it's easier for me to grasp. So when I think of letting things go or, you know, shutting things out of my life and being like, I'm done with this, I almost picture like shutting a door. It's shutting it, locking it, bolt locking it, maybe the door disappears, I don't know. But the only thing is you can't shut a door if there's a foot still blocking the doorway. And for me, that's basically how I felt in this situation, that like even though time had ultimately passed, I still felt like there was this metaphoric foot in the door that I just, it was stopping me from shutting the door the full way. And I knew that that meant I had to create some kind of action that was going to make me feel like there was no more foot in the door, that I had shut it and I'd left myself with no space to wonder or question. And that even goes for bad habits too. Keeping that foot in the door is basically being like, okay, I'm going to try this much, but I'm still going to do this. Or I did well enough today, so I'm going to allow myself the rest of the week to just kind of start over or do it again next week. You know, like that metaphoric foot in the door can be so many different excuses or just whatever, but no matter what, you'll know when you think about the thing that you're trying to let go, whether or not you're actually letting it go or if it's still somehow just holding up even just the tiniest bit of space. You need to picture it. You need to meditate on it. You need to journal about it. You need to get out exactly what you're going to need for you to feel like it's gone. And maybe it's never going to feel fully gone, but for you to know that even though it still might linger, the door is completely shut. So come up with a plan of action to get rid of whatever it is and then actually do it. Like follow through on it, whether that is getting up and turfing out all of the junk food in your fridge, or maybe it's sending the text that's just like, hey, this is it. Like, I can't do this weird tango dance anymore. Deciding to get up and get out of that toxic friendship could even just be as easy as deciding like, from here on out, I am weaning this person out of my life. I am going to make myself busy so that I can't see them anymore. Just find your plan of action to make sure that once you've decided something no longer has space in your life anymore, to actually push the object out to give yourself the space back and then follow through on it. Because that's the thing is that when you're all charged up and you have your why, you have no more excuses. You have no more reason to be holding on to anything that no longer serves you and that you've already admitted to yourself you need to let go of. It's time to face the truth and take the action. And that can be really daunting and it can be really hard, but it can also be super gratifying and it can be super freeing because you're making a choice for yourself. You're no longer sitting around letting life happen to you. You're getting up and making your life happen. And there's a lot of power that comes from that. And there's a lot of self-respect that comes from that. And taking that honesty and taking that action, although it might feel hard in the moment, ultimately it's going to make you stronger in the long run. And you're also going to feel so much better after because even though it's going to suck, even though you're going to just want to throw up, you'll feel so sick, or you're going to want to give up because it's hard. Just think of the space that you're creating in your life for the better things that are coming. Which leads me to 
the fourth tip that I have, which is create some space for yourself. Let yourself have some space to transition into letting go of whatever it is that you're letting go of in your life. And this has been a really, really, really important theme for me the last few days. It was actually, what was it? I think I was honestly watching like a video on Insta stories or IGTV or whatever, and it was Alexis Wren. <laughs> I don't know how, but it was one of those just like 1 a.m. wormholes that you fall down. And someone asked her a question about her mom, and she talked about how when she would go for drives with her mom, her mom would just create space for her to feel how she was feeling. And I don't know why, but that really just struck a chord with me because even in The Power of Now with Eckhart Tolle, he talks a lot about space, about how like space is basically the unmanifested, right? Like everything that we want to create has to come from somewhere. It has to come from space. So when you create space for yourself, you create grace for yourself. That rhymed, holy crap, but it is so freaking true. I am queen at not creating space for myself. I am queen at telling myself like, no, you do not have time to feel this way. You do not have time to do this right now. You only can be here by now or be there by this. And creating the space for myself to just be like, okay, here is my day. I'm going to take today to just be in a weird wormhole of like, like ickiness and get out exactly all of the suffering that I'm feeling right now, which suffering is a strong, strong word, but just all of the ickiness that I was feeling and be really honest with myself and creating that space made it so that I was no longer shoving off to the side what I just didn't want to deal with, you know, or becoming like in denial or or just naive about the situation. So I just didn't have to face it. And even just creating some space for myself recently with like dyeing my hair and just taking a lot of changes in my own personal life, like that even gave me so much more grace, even just with myself and so much more just patience with myself and so much more understanding with myself because I was like, yo, like there's a lot of change going on right now. I'm going to give myself a little bit of space to get used to this without expecting so much of myself right away. And doing so is going to make this whole transition of whatever you're letting go of in your life, one, so much better, but also two, probably a lot more set in stone. If there's things in your life, or even if the thing you're trying to let go of right now is something that you've already tried to let go of in the past, but you failed at before, I'm going to take a guess that there was a pretty good chance you expected to just be like, okay, I'm done. I've let this go. I'm a new person. But that is not how we work as individuals. Like we are habitual creatures. When you habitually let something happen to you, or you even just habitually let yourself feel a certain way for somebody or let somebody constantly be in your life or let a relationship take you over or like a friendship constantly beat you down or if it's a habit that's just been taking over, even just taking over your subconscious that you are so unaware of this habit, like running your life or taking the driver's seat, it's going to take a while for you to get used to driving again. You know, it's going to take a while to kind of get used to this new space in the car. It's going to take a while for you to just be like, okay, like this is my new normal now. So give yourself some space to do so. Create some space and give yourself the grace to do so. And even tying back in the whole honesty thing, you should even be real with yourself that you're probably going to feel those lingering like thoughts. Like it's not like your brain's just going to stop thinking about whatever it is that's been weighing you down or your brain's not going to want to just go right back to that habit that you're trying to get rid of. It is. It's going to revisit that area. It's going to revisit that space because Ultimately, when you take something out of your life, that space is going to feel predominant, right? And it's going, your brain's just going to want to go there. But when it does go there, just tie it back instantly to your why. 
Trust your intuition of needing to let this thing go and know that once you fully let go of it, this awkward, weird space that you're dealing with, this transition period that you're going through, once you're on the other side, that space is officially going to be free for you to fill it with whatever else you want to. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the power of habit, but even when he talks about getting rid of bad habits, it's almost nearly impossible to get rid of a bad habit without replacing it with a good one. And I think that that can even come from getting rid of anything in your life. You need to be like, what am I going to fill this space with? Because it's not going to just go away unless I have something to kind of maybe even just distract me. And that can very easily be another person, but I don't think that that's the healthiest thing to do if I'm honest with you guys. Even when I went through my breakup at the beginning of this year, I just remember my heart just feeling like so weighted and so heavy and it just aching. Like I just felt like an achiness all over myself. And when I knew that I had to go through it, like there was no going back. There was no way. The only thing that made way less sense than going through it was getting back together. So I just kept going through it. But instead, I filled that emptiness with something else. I filled that space that, you know, Greg used to take in my life with traveling. I filled it with Bentley. I filled it with just getting into writing Catcher. And I channeled that space into something else. And I know that sometimes that even in itself can fall out of balance and that might seem unhealthy, but it's healthy in the sense of if you're doing it for the reason of just keeping yourself distracted, but you're not keeping yourself naive that those feelings aren't there. Those feelings are going to be there. The space that you've created for yourself to feel it is super important, but the space that it's also created for yourself is also going to be needed to be filled with something that is better, that is not suffering, that is a healthy choice for you. And and that's why I said I don't think that it should be a person. I don't think that we should ever use people as like objects to just distract us. I think that whether you're trying to get rid of a habit or a relationship or a person or whatever it is in your life, I think that the best and ultimate thing that you should fill that space with is a happy or a healthy choice or habit that you're going to start ingraining into your life. And if you do want to fill it with people, I mean, I would look at it as filling it with like a habitual way of being around people. Like instead of filling that void of letting go of somebody with another person, maybe fill that void of letting go of somebody with making more plans with people or every Friday going out with your girlfriends and having like a glass of wine or going out for dinner or whatever, but just fill it with something that's a bit more like, okay, instead of this, I'm going to spend more time with the people that I enjoy and the people that I already do love. And then once that transition period does fully go through and you kind of just get onto the other side of it, I'm telling you, you're going to find something, someone, or even just a lifestyle if you're on the habitual wave of this podcast. I don't know what waves you guys are tuning into every time you're listening, right? Because even though I'm talking to you guys from my own personal perspective, I'm trying to make it so that no matter what anyone listening to this is going through, they can find a way to fit it to their own lives. So if it's a habit, if it's a person, if it's a relationship, no matter what it is, whatever it is that you feel like you're suffering from and you're choosing to let go of, just know that number one, just kudos because that choice is never easy and stepping up to the plate and taking responsibility for your life and taking responsibility and just like for the respect that you have for yourself. Just know that I I am toasting you my gingerbread latte right now because I think that it's freaking wicked anytime we all decide to just take the road that might be a little harder, but is ultimately a lot healthier for us and going to ultimately make us happier people. Because I think that that space also tells the universe, okay? We're sending out 
signals like, hey, okay, I see you. I see what you're doing to me. I'm choosing the better option. I'm choosing to respect myself. I'm choosing to do what's going to be harder but better in the long run. I think that there's also a lot to be said for things finding their way to you. I think that something better suited for you, whether it is a healthier lifestyle, if you're trying to change your habits, a healthier relationship, if you're trying to let go of somebody who hurts you, or even just healthier friendships, if you're letting go of the ones that kind of weigh you down, they are going to find you, they are going to come for you, and they are better suited for you, but they can't find you if that space isn't open. So open up that space and let go of what doesn't serve you. I know that it sounds so much easier than it is, And ultimately, it's not going to be easy at all, but I'm telling you, it's going to feel so much worth it. And also just know that you're not going through it alone. Like when I say I'm sitting here toasting my gingerbread latte to you, I am doing so knowing that I am also ultimately in the middle of my own transition period of just making sure that, I don't know, when I enter 2019, I don't want to bring anything that I'm basically consciously choosing to suffer with. And so that is why I feel this weird insistent need to be shedding a lot of layers right now and I feel like maybe we all do at the end of December just going over or going through Christmas and just spending time with the people that I love and the people that fill me up and doing the things that I love and doing the things that fill me up and letting go of all of the things that did cause any kind of suffering this year that are ultimately in my control and can ultimately be my own choice so I don't know about you guys, but that's been my mood as of recently. There's just like one last little thing I want to leave you guys with that always brings me a big, big sense of comfort whenever I feel this sense of like, oh God, I have no idea what trajectory the universe is about to send me on. And that has definitely been the mood for, you know, 2018 moving into 2019 because but I don't know, I feel like even all of you guys, a lot of you guys have been saying the same, like life changed a lot this year. And Anytime we're talking about letting go of things and, you know, starting new things and the rebranding even of dyeing my hair and all of this change. And I think it can be really fun and I think it can be really inspiring to basically step up to the plate and make our own decisions and start ultimately choosing the good in our lives and letting go of the bad. I think that it can also trigger a little bit of anxiety because suddenly we become aware of how powerful our choices are and how powerful our decisions are and the things that we allow into our lives and the things that we allow to affect us are. And when it boils down to it, I think that what is actually meant to be for us will come effortlessly. And if it's not, then ask yourself why you're trying to find a way to force this to fit into your life. And when I say effortlessly, I don't mean that we don't have to work for the things that we want in our lives. I just mean that when you have good intentions and you stay open and you stay light and something is still not worth, you know, being in your life or something is still finding a way to just drag you down and and just take all that happy goodness from you, then definitely ask yourself if it's got any space in your life. And once you're real honest with yourself and you've actually made those decisions to let things go, all I got to say is just just know that you have full availability and full, I don't know, I just want to give like any kind of reassuring feeling to know that it might not feel like it yet or you might not see it yet, but everything is happening in your favor. Even if it's going to take you some time to realize it, even if your transition period takes a while, even if you're sitting there like, I've already let all of these things that used to make me suffer go. Where's the good? It's coming. There is something better coming. It's always going to come in your favor. It just 
you got to trust. You got to trust your intuition. You got to trust the universe. You got to trust the timing in your life. And you got to trust yourself and respect yourself. So be sure to leave a comment on any future topics you guys want me to talk about. Also, be sure to follow me on Twitter if you guys want to leave me your coffee order for the next episode. And aside from that, I hope you guys are all having a happy and a healthy week. And I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye.